the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 98CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Officials are amplifying calls for preparedness as what they call an historically significant early snowstorm is set to hit western Montana. Snowfall for the mountains, we are expecting between... Uh, on average, two to three feet, although the highest peaks in Glacier National Park and along the Continental Divide could see up to four feet. National Weather Service forecaster Leon Allegretta, President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, told Britain Sky News that the owners should be on the allegations against former Vice President Joe Biden and his son, not on President Trump, with regard to that phone call to the president of Ukraine. It would be totally illegitimate not to investigate it. If a president, if a vice president of the United States goes somewhere and extorts the president of that country, or bribes the president of that country to get his son out of trouble, I'd find it extraordinary if they didn't investigate. The president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, this is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt sees the media grasping at straws again. All of the talking heads switched from Russia to racism after the Russia Mueller probe fell apart. Then they switched from racism to Ukraine. Because they're just desperate to get a handhold on Trump, and they keep slipping off of everything. They can't hold on to anything. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio, just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing. It's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg. Coming up next, here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Sunny, high of 62 tonight. Chance of showers and a low of 50. Mitch Berg, coming up next right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12E, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, Shot in the Dark Info. My game, bringing the truth to the people of the Twin Cities. My record, nearly perfect, and 15 and a half years long, heading around the corner towards 16 years of domination of Twin Cities talk radio. And really all media, if the metric you're looking for is bringing truth to people. No one comes close. Don't know if anyone ever will. I may have ruined the record for everyone. Anyway, along with my friends and colleagues, Brad Carlson heard every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot, uh, who should be back on assi- uh, from assignment tomorrow here on AM 1280, The Patriot, here to do the voodoo he do. 
And King Banyan, heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Uh, again, uh, the three of us, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sort of a, a Justice League of the radio. Superheroes towering above the hoi polloi of the rest of the Twin Cities media, doing the jobs no one else can do. Dramatic much? I don't think so. I'm as dramatic as I need to be. <laughs> anyway, big story of the week. Uh, well, of course, obviously, everyone knows. it was. Uh, we were talking about it all last week. The visit from Michelle Malkin, Tuesday night at the Ames Center in Burnsville. I, it was a great time getting out there, meeting uh, about so close to 600 of my closest friends out there, all of you out in the audience. Great to see all of you out there. We had a great time. Ed Morrissey hosted, uh, and Michelle Malkin was there. And the thing about Michelle, as we talked about over and over again that night, uh, and by the way, I warned all of you who didn't buy tickets to go that we would drive you crazy telling you about it, and that's exactly what we're doing. Michelle Malkin uh Basically, out there on behalf of her new book, Open Borders, Inc., talking about all the people who benefit financially as well as politically from keeping borders open and uncontrolled, something that is, well, what could possibly go wrong after all? Uh, anyway, it was a great evening. Michelle Malkin has two things going for her uh, that are, to, to many in our media, mutually exclusive. She's a firebrand. She is a force of nature. She's a personality that draws eyeballs and clicks and readers and and attention to her, which everyone does. I mean, Chris Matthews has many of the same traits. He talks. He's a firebrand. He says things that get people to tune in and retweet and pass the word along and, and drive attention back to him. That's kind of the nature of the media beast uh, these days, especially in the world of opinion. Except that Michelle Malkin goes way beyond opinion. She does what journalists in this country used to do. She brings the facts. She sources the material. She lets you know that she's not just speaking from her own opinion. She's bringing the actual evidence to support it, something that Chris Matthews couldn't do if you held the rules of evidence to his head and gave him time to actually figure it out. It wouldn't happen. Firebrands are easy, as you can find out listening to a station that I'm, I'm told is actually still on the air, the local uh, liberal talk station over on uh, somewhere down the dial from us. Don't know. Don't care. They still apparently exist. And apparently, they even have firebrands on the air for all the good it does them because, of course, everything that comes out of their mouth is pabulum, garbage, baked wind, monkey doodle. Anyway, I I care. You get the point I'm getting at here. Michelle Malkin, uh, there there are people out there who bring the, 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 the fire, but don't bring the steak. They bring the hat, but no cowboy. The moo sans the cow. You're smelling what I'm cooking, right? And suddenly I'm thinking a trip over to Rack Shack is sounding very good to me right now. Cross the street. Big sponsor of the show. And by the way, genius. So, uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call, by the way. We've got some other amazing events coming up here. We're going to be telling you all about them uh, on the broadcast today. So stay tuned. Lots of uh, lots of uh, opportunities to get involved with the uh, the culture around you here, especially vis-a-vis the station. Coming up yet this year. It's going to be a fun year, folks. 
In fact, it's already. I've got some fun news to talk about after the break here. Incidentally, this should be fun. Uh, So the other big news, perhaps not as big as Michelle Malkin having been in town, but big news is the, uh, the, the, the House of Representatives controlled by not just Democrats, but extreme Democrats is moving forward on impeachment so far. We'll see. Uh, And I'm going to draw a certain amount of ire from some of you out there today. Now, I have been forthright about the fact that I have, I go back 34 years now as a non-fan of Donald Trump. I I didn't care for his persona, his public persona that he had uh, back when he was just a, a Manhattan playboy and uh, billionaire real estate developer back in the 80s uh, when he was basically grabbing headlines on People Magazine, on Entertainment Tonight, etc. I didn't care for his persona when he was uh, the host of The Apprentice. I watched it maybe three times, including twice when the daughter of a friend of mine got down to the final two. And uh, I don't think that ever led to a position in the administration. She did a good job, got down to the final two, and uh, and... Uh, by the way, it was the daughter of a former uh, Pioneer Press columnist, Gail Marks Jarvis, a uh, friend of, of mine, uh, her and her husband. And yeah, her daughter made it on The Apprentice and almost uh, almost went downtown with it anyway. Only other time, I think that was the last time I ever watched The Apprentice because guess what? I didn't care much for Donald Trump. I made it plain during the run-up to the nomination that I didn't think he was going to get it. I was wrong and uh, pointed out my, well, not contrition, so let's just say my chagrin and having read everything wrong. And in retrospect, it all makes sense. Donald Trump ran a brilliant populist campaign. The people who figured it out figured it out more power to him. I did not vote for Donald Trump. I've said that uh, forthrightly since the since election night. I wrote in Scott Walker, the guy that I wanted to see get the nomination in the first place, and honestly, still, the best candidate for president of the United States. But what do you do? Probably not going to happen this time around. But I'm just putting uh, uh, putting it out there. Never been a Donald Trump fan. And when I am accused by some Trump supporters, let's just say, some of the more acerbically aggressive Trump supporters of being a never-Trumper, I say, no, not at all. I was with Dennis Prager. Uh, vis-a-vis President Trump from the very from the from the moment it became clear he had a shot uh, and was not going to drop out that it wasn't all a big publicity stunt as some suggested with a straight face up until about late late fall of 2015 uh, I, I was with Dennis Prager I, I followed Dennis Prager's line said so if he gets elected which neither of us expected would happen so egg on our face the best that could happen would be that he would use his power to nominate some good conservative Supreme Court justices. And at this, so far, he's succeeded beyond everyone's, well, put it this way, he's met everyone's best expectations as far as that goes. Will he get another chance uh, before uh, during his time in office? Well, if he wins re-election in 2020, most likely. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, God help her. I mean, God bless her. Hopefully she uh, carries on and beats the cancer, but cancer is is a, is a levels a lot of fields, folks. Uh, wish her nothing but the best, which contrasts me with an awful lot of progressives out there who seem to take special joy in conservatives dying painfully of wasting diseases. But 
I wish uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg nothing but the best, uh, even as I hope that uh, at some point some departure leads to a strengthening of the conservative majority, which is already pretty uh, a pretty <laughs> a welcome thing, especially as we head into the next session when we have some very important cases on a lot of important constitutional issues, not least of which the Second Amendment coming up onto the calendar this next go-around. Getting another solid conservative on the court would certainly make me sleep easier at night and look at the Trump legacy, however it ends up, uh, with a much kinder eye. He also started off his time in office with probably the most conservative cabinet of my lifetime. The most conservative cabinet I can remember. More conservative than Ronald Reagan's? Yep. I mean, it's a tough battle. And it's the battle I'd like to see waged more often in Washington, who is going to uh, make the, <laughs> impanel the most conservative cabinet running the executive offices, the executive branch. Uh, but he impaneled a more conservative cabinet than Ronald Reagan. And most of the offices in that cabinet have turned over a time or two since then. Uh, losing Mad Jack Mattis, that was a smack upside the head. Uh We've been through a couple secretaries of state. Who knows where we're going to be at in another year? I'm. It concerns me, the turnover. But all of that is water under the bridge because after almost three years in office, Donald Trump is presiding over a superb economy, a, an economy where the rising tide, much as it pains the media to admit it, and hence they rarely do, has lifted many boats even while we face some intractable problems, largely of the left's design. And over a foreign policy situation that, while it bears the, the imprint of a character who is largely driven by his own ego, seems to be a little better than it was this time four years ago. I mean, Barack Obama, for all of his happy talk and hopey changey, ran a deeply stupid foreign policy office. And Donald Trump, for all of his schizophrenia, for all of his Twitter-driven policy, uh, seems to have done a fairly decent job of getting American interests looked out for, especially in regards dialing back our military commitments overseas and focusing on, on protecting our interests where and when they matter. By the way, not to indulge in the, the left's mania for calling hypocrisy, which is not hypocrisy, or merely the two quoque ad hominem, I, I, I think it's interesting how when a conservative, or let's just say a Republican, because Trump is no conservative, when a Republican talks tough in terms of foreign policy, you will hear big left whining, hey, stop the saber rattling. But when Donald Trump has been diplomatic, more diplomatic than they would like to be, or more diplomatic than they would like someone who's not Barack Obama to be, suddenly it's, hey, why aren't you rattling your sabers at those big bad uh, dictators? Anyway, we'll talk about impeachment in just a moment. Not, not too much, because I have little to say that the national hosts aren't saying more and better, but it has to come up. It is the elephant in the room. What? Elephant in the room? Why, yes. News on that in a moment, too. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. I love you. The way that I love you. Well, if it 
Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. Hi, my name's Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet? Real Capital One customers pay for real stories. Credit approval required. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Get that Black Shack attack, Black Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Black Shack attack, oh, Black Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. We had our fill of cultural warrioring this past week with Michelle Malkin in town. Of course, she, the great Amazon of the culture war, one of many that we have on our side, and thank goodness she's on our side, not the other side. But here at the Patriot, we are at the front lines of accurate reporting and sparking intelligent conversation. That's why we're looking forward to honoring this year's culture warrior. A person who's gone above and beyond to positively affect culture, pushing our country in a positive direction, and has faced public backlash. So you can nominate this year's cultural warrior at am1280thepatriot.com. Now, before you jump on the line to nominate yours truly, am1280thepatriot employees are not eligible. It's got to be someone who's out there in the in the general public fighting the good fight, taking some hits for it, but 
carrying on. And then we will say, no, we won't say goodbye to you. We will say congratulations, cultural warrior. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, talking about the move to impeach Donald Trump. Now, I've been hearing from some of my progressive friends and and, uh, acquaintances over the past couple days that uh, bemoaning, well, bemoaning in general, that sort of describes their entire meow on social media, but uh, bemoaning the idea that Trump supporters will be a basically fall in line, basically respond the way that we all figure Democrats respond because when the chips are down, whenever there's an issue, they, while they may differ early in election, they all fall into line by election time. And who knows? Maybe that would be the great joke on the Democrats. They actually ran up against, uh, if they actually were to run up against an electorate that was just as lockstep uh, and un- and unthinkingly druggish as, well, them. But the fact is Trump supporters for all of the opprobrium they take from the talking heads of the big left and the the, the talking feet of the big left that you, that you gather around your water cooler, they're not a bunch of robots. And, and in many cases, they're not a bunch of blindly loyal supporters. They are people who looked at the choices that were available them, to them in 2016, a choice between Hillary Clinton, who offered nothing to most people other than uh, the progressive elites and to Donald Trump, who at least offered the chance of giving the vast identity group in middle America that uh, had, had that the Clinton campaign was labeling as deplorables and, and trying to shame into acquiescence, at least giving them some listening, at least some visibility into the wider world. And not to speak for every Trump skeptic, in fact, uh, just to, but but this is what seems to bother people is not so much just the accusa- accusations against the president, but the deja vu of the whole thing. Now, I'm going to back up to the previous segment for just a second to say, uh, to reinforce a point I started to make and got sidetracked from, as happens occasionally, uh, and that is... As I tried to set up in my bona fides in the last segment, I'm I'm a Trump skeptic. I was not an early adopter. I dislike Trump's persona for the most part, although he has his redeeming qualities. He is not the kind of person I seek out in my social circle. But uh, the <laughs> but he is the president, and I. I he won the nomination. He won the presidency. He has delivered on a few things that uh, that I felt were highly important. But uh, I, I, while I vote, did not vote for him in 2016, I've had people on the Trump side, people who listen to this station and take umbrage at what I say, who's, who've tried to call me a never-Trumper, and I'm not. Uh, would I vote for him again in 2020? It's getting to be fairly likely I will. And not even holding my nose as I do it necessarily, given the the the, op, the, the options the Democratic Party's giving us. Here's the deal: I am and have always been a Trump skeptic. I am skeptical of Donald Trump. I will. I'm willing to call out 
his imperfections, his warts, his the things about him just made me go, oh, my God, what do we have in the White House? The stuff that, that as someone who, who has some illusions about the decorum of the presidential office makes me feel a little queasy about the whole enterprise. But that being said, I'm a skeptic for every president. I was a skeptic about Ronald Reagan even as I converted to a Republican. I realized that he was the greatest president of my lifetime, and yet, and probably the second half of the 20th century, and in terms of positive contributions, perhaps the greatest president of the 20th century, period, end of sentence. But I was a skeptic of Ronald Reagan, with good reason. He had things to be skeptical of, even though he was right about darn near everything, and his legacy is the best legacy of any president since... I was going to say Calvin Coolidge, but Calvin Coolidge's legacy was pretty much wiped out in the 1930s and 40s and 60s. Parts of Reagan's legacy live on. Not just pointless nostalgia, by the way, but actual fundamental changes in American politics. You know, the kind of stuff that the likes of Laurie Sturdivant are still whinging about after all these decades. The whole idea that there is an actual conservative, dare I say it, resistance to big left in a place like Minnesota. To their horror, there actually is an alternative to the DFL in Minnesota. Anyway, I was a skeptic of Ronald Reagan, big skeptic of George H.W. Bush, plenty to be skeptical about Clinton, obviously, about W, yeah, yeah, Medicare, Medicaid Part D, Patriot Act, not a fan. He had his redeeming features. So did Bill Clinton, by the way, although he had to be dragged into showing them by a Republican landslide in 1994. He was smart enough to react to that landslide in a conservative manner. Give him that. Yes, I'm a Trump skeptic. So should you be. Even if you're a fan, even if you voted for him and plan to vote for him again, even if you have a MAGA hat. You should be a skeptic of every politician. That is the citizen's duty in a healthy representative democracy. Everyone should be skeptical of authority. Or you lose your own authority. So, I'm a Trump skeptic. And like many Trump supporters who came to it after the nomination and after the election... I'm concerned by the allegations, but I'm also looking at the hysteria going around about this Ukraine situation, and I'm feeling a sense of deja vu. The so-called whistleblower has admitted that everything he's saying is hearsay, and it's a direct quote. Quote, I was not a direct witness to most of the events described, end quote. His report is full of anonymous sources and and rumors, things like, and I quote, according to multiple White House officials I spoke with, end quote, or, quote, I was told by White House officials, end quote, or, quote, based on my understanding, or I learned from multiple officials who remain unnamed, or I do not know whether similar measures were taken, or I do not know whether those officials spoke with me or, or or smoke or met with name your characters to the drama lots of things that in the corporate world we refer to as weasel words lots of references to internet news sources and 
references to I heard from and I learned from and I do not know references to anonymous officials. There's just really not a lot of there there. I mean, if you've been through the Kavanaugh nominations squabble and the Gorsuch fiasco, actually, they're both fiascos. And for that matter, the last two years of, quote, investigations, end quote, into Trump's relationship with Vladimir Putin, you see all of the usual giveaways, things that that are put in there to make people think that they're looking at a exactish sort of legal document intended to convince juries beyond a reasonable doubt. Mueller report-like footnotes and page references, and of course, always to liberal media outlets like Bloomberg and, and ABC and the New York Times. There's the scary bullet points, sort of like in the Steele dossier. We see things that are derived from the Comey memos, like disputes over classification status with, with big capital letters, unclassified, stamped over top secret, uh, stamps that are lined out, erased clumsily. Scary references to supposed laws that that supposedly the whistleblower believes were violated. All the stuff that is the hallmark of the deep state bureaucrat, most likely some somebody from deep down in the the the, the deadwood of the administration, some uh, somebody like a. a I don't know, a James Clapper type of apparatchik who's canvassing disgruntled White House staffers, you know, the ones who 40 percent of whom said they were going to leave government employment if Donald Trump were uh, elected, who seem to have not forsaken their government pensions for some reason. Huh? Captain Obvious has been promoted to major. (laughs) Writing a report that imitates something that looks like the output of an intelligence agency, sort of like those letters you get in the mail saying, saying, official document, don't throw away. And it's direct mail advertising. Scare quotes, anti-Trump stories, more of the same baked wind that by this point you're used to in dealing with the hysteria mongers of big left, big media, pardon the redundancy. So what do I think about this impeachment effort? I don't know. I think Donald Trump does a lot of dumb things. I think the Democrats are trying to whip up hysteria. More when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Come away, come away, get going. Leave the Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. 
That's 800-708-3091. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, they may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best nineteen ninety-five you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, if you missed the Michelle Malkin event, that's okay. we got another one coming for you. This is going to be a doozy. Prager and Elder, Dennis and Larry, respectively, team up for a powerful evening of identifying the key threats to our country on the War for America's Soul Tour. We face racial divides, a push for socialism, abortion, economic disparities, Gun control, repeal of the Electoral College, restructuring the way the government works, and more. It's going to be a night of strategic planning to respond to these culture attacks from the core of our nation. Larry Elder, Dennis Prager arrive at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington. It's part of the Mall of America, right by the Mall of America, Tuesday, October 22nd. Go to am12athepatriot.com to reserve your seats. By the way, We've had this uh, this event out there on basically available to the public for about a week now. And the VIP dinner tickets are all sold out, every last one of them, including the Narn table. All gone. That's right. We sold out actually before Larry Elder, but Larry Elder's uh, is sold out. I mean, Dennis Prager always sells out in no time. I think I think it's the same 10 people who, who show up at his table every event. That's fine. Dennis Prager has his fans with good reason. Uh, the Narn table sold out, uh, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday. It's all gone. 
And uh, yeah, uh, so, but there's plenty of other tickets available so far, but this is going to sell out in a hurry. So go to am12athepatriot.com. By the way, the event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Got to meet them the other night at the Ames Center. They were also sponsoring uh, the, uh, the evening with Michelle Malkin, and it was uh, you acquaint yourselves with Serenity Home Interiors. I just urge you to do that. Anyway. Uh, so what do I think about the uh, uh, about the impeachment of Donald Trump? I think it's basically the Democrats uh, trying to whip up their base for the election, uh, trying to convince them that there is some there there. I think it's entirely I, oh shit, not, not that there is some there there. We'll come right back to that. But that there is more there there than there actually is. And again, I will come back to that. But the. The, the, the Democrat, if there's one thing the Democrats have learned, is that the left's base doesn't really check them on much of anything. For example, if you follow, I don't know, the gun control debate or the health care debate, you will find that big left's chanting points um, have a dubious relation to fact, an exceedingly dubious relation to truth. But they don't care. Mark Twain put it well, uh, the truth, well, a lie will go around the world while the truth is waiting in line at Starbucks in the morning. I think that's what Mark Twain said. I'm not sure. But the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the basically, they, don't, they know they're not going to get fact-checked by anyone, by the media, certainly not by their PR establishment, AK Media, pardon the redundancy, certainly not by the people who support them. Wanting something to be true is as good as it being true when you're dealing with public relations in general, and especially in passing along information to the supporters of the big left. That sounds all snooty and condescending, and I guess it is, but you look at what gets passed out to big left as the truth, as fact, as as things to hang your policy hat on. And it's amazing how little fact there is in there. There are other people better equipped to, to show you the the vapor behind so much of what they say in other areas, in, in economics, in healthcare, in foreign policy. I'm there to show you in a couple of areas where I have a certain amount of expertise, Second Amendment issues, education issues, uh, land use issues that I've had to experience up close and personal. Uh, for that matter, some of the social issues like uh, like, like white supremacy, uh, the, the complete vacuousness of their argument should well, I, I'm not going to say should scare you. It should it should set you straight on the nature of the debate. Now, is there any there there? Well, as as uh, as I pointed out, in the allegations so far, there's a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of uh, secondhand sources, a whole lot of hearsay, as it would be called in court, a whole lot of stuff that is not going to convince a court, should not convince anybody of any integrity necessarily of its veracity, but is, I'm going to speculate, not really there to convince people who are undecided as it is there to inflame the base. 
And to maybe lop off a few of the gullible here and there, because there's always new gullible people coming out into the electoral market out there. Now, did Donald Trump do something wrong? I think it's entirely likely. The uh, Jonah Goldberg, who is, quite frankly, a never-Trumper, something goes a little farther than I do, uh, said, yeah, I'm not sure Democrats, uh, his, his line is, here's a take no one will like. I'm quoting Jonah Goldberg in National Review. I'm confident he did it. I'm confident it's impeachable. I'm just not sure he should be impeached for it. Uh, quoting Jonah Goldberg, let's start at the top. It's obvious to me that the president pressured the Ukrainian government to launch a probe of former Vice President Biden in order to tarnish the image of the Democrat best position to defeat him in 2020. Seems plausible to me. And again, Jonah Goldberg, in the rough transcript uh, of the conversation with President Vladimir Zelensky, Trump says America has been very good to Ukraine, but he wants the relationship to be more reciprocal. Uh, it's sort of like saying, hey, Nice story you got here, Mr. Bonacera. Be a shame if it were to break. But Jonah Goldberg, who catches a lot of flack from the Trump crowd for being a never-Trumper, points out the context matters as much as the text. Quote, Trump had already blocked the transfer of congressionally approved military aid to Ukraine. Rudy Giuliani, his personal lawyer, has been hectoring the Ukrainians for months to go after Biden. And by the way, it seems to remain a bit of an obsession with him. And that's why... Trump asked Zelensky to work with Giuliani. Goldberg's main point is that impeachment has a veneer of legalism about it. I mean, it's treated in terms of indictments and trials, and it it has a pseudo-legal sort of process to it. Indeed, you can call it a due process, and it's there for a reason. But it's not a legal matter in most cases. there, There could be criminal acts involved. But it's basically a a criminal matter. Uh, Not a criminal matter. It's a political matter entirely. Anyway, uh, it's it's a matter of whether the uh, Congress thinks that the president is still fit to lead the country, whether the matter involved is criminal or not. So returning to Jonah Goldberg, quote, regardless, I think Trump did it. I think it's obvious he did it. I think as more facts come to light, it'll become even more obvious he did it. I also think it's obvious that it's an impeachable offense. However, this doesn't mean that I'm persuaded he must be impeached over it. Impeached doesn't mean removal from office. It's a political equivalent of a grand jury indictment with the House fully empowered to impeach any action it deems impeachable. It's up to the Senate to decide whether the president should be removed. The Federalist Papers are clear. Impeachment is a political process, not a legal one. Illegal acts are impeachable, but not all impeachable acts are illegal. If the president stood on the resolute desk in the Oval Office and shouted obscenities on national television while dancing in the nude, and I know some of you can't unthink that image, it would be impeachable, but not illegal, except for some FCC violations. Impeachment is ultimately a question of whether a president violated the public trust. There's nothing in the Constitution that says a president must be impeached for violating the public trust. Jonah Goldberg continues, I can list any number of occasions when presidents have done that and never even occurred to anyone that should be impeached over it. It's a prudential question with good arguments on both sides. If I were Nancy Pelosi, I'd even be more torn than she has been. In the modern era, we would never have the drama of an impeachment process in a president's first term or in the run-up to a re-election. We've never had a lot of things that we've had under Donald Trump. 
There's two I mean, two different points of view in this past week's national reviews. Jonah Goldberg, obviously that of the Trump skeptic who doesn't seek impeachment. Victor Davis Hanson had an extra piece as well, excellent piece as well, I should say, uh, this past week uh, on impeachment about just the sheer vacuity of the evidence against the president at this point. I urge you to read all over the place and make up your own minds about this. Some of you, many of you, I believe already have as perhaps befits the, the, the fraughtness of the issue and the alternatives available to this country if, in fact, Donald Trump is impeached. And remember, impeachment, as Jonah Goldberg points out, as, and as is in the Constitution, is not removal from office. Only the Senate does that, and the Senate will, uh, be, <laughs> will, will be in Republican hands for at least the next year and change. So any impeachment that goes to the Senate will get thrown out with extreme prejudice in the upper house. Now, what's going to happen after 2020? Well, if Trump is not reelected, it's a dead issue, and it will go on to other legal venues, perhaps, if there is any there there. And that's when we'll find out, I suspect. If, heaven forfend, the Democrats take the Senate and hold the House, well, things could get dodgy. And, and by the way, if Trump wins re-election, then things could get dodgy. If the Democrats take both chambers of Congress and the House, uh, and the presidency, we got much bigger problems than any sort of backhandery with, uh, with, with Ukraine, trust me. <laughs> if we hold on, keep the Senate, dial back a few seats in the House, preferably due to people's disgust at the ongoing lunacy of the extremism of the left, especially in places that flipped from red to blue in this last midterms. I'm looking at you, Shoreview. I'm looking at you, Woodbury and Maple Grove and Eden Prairie. I, as, as people look at the lunacy that is being unleashed over a political point of view about efforts of dubious ethics, but little real effect on the policies running this country at this rather important time in history. You you hear people yapping about whether this is about the rule of law. It's not. It's about a political, about Nancy Pelosi and her regime in the House trying to drive political opinion. And you cannot separate it from the fact that it's in the run-up to an election involving the bad orange man. Let's take a break. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Uh, you can join me there. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N A R N Show. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Have you heard about ImplantMiracle.com? It's the local dental office where beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 per tooth. Why is that such a big deal? Because when many other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth, our price, as low as $2,499 per tooth, is a great, great deal. Plus, at ImplantMiracle.com, your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free. And if you don't have all of the money on hand right now, come in to see us anyway, because in most cases, we can provide very easy, very convenient payment options to fit your budget. So please, please do not overpay for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, where dental implants are affordable. You're going to love the way they look and feel in your mouth. For more information, please see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. The Supreme Court confirmation process has been on the point of breakdown for 30 years, and it finally collapsed with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm Molly Hemingway. And I'm Carrie Severino. Our new book, Justice on Trial, The Kavanaugh Confirmation and the Future of the Supreme Court, reveals the inside story of these bitterly divisive hearings and what they mean for the court and the country. Justice on Trial is the explosive new bestseller on the Kavanaugh Confirmation. Get your copy today from Amazon or wherever books are sold. Terrorism, radical jihad, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. Larry Elder here. And while it may seem like these international threats are beyond our borders, we face greater risks against the Constitution and the rule of law right here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, social infighting. These and other dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life from the inside. We are facing a war for America's soul. And now is the time to continue the fight for conservative ideals and morals. Join me, Larry Elder, for an event to help you give an intelligent answer to attacks from the far left. Join us at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington on the 22nd. VIP tickets are already sold out, and preferred seating is filling up fast. Reserve your seats now at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, uh, Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-448. I mentioned earlier the elephants in the room. And what luck. That's my band, Elephant in the Room, playing out of the Stillwater Bowl and Lounge tonight. You say, hey, wait, a bowling alley? No, it's a great room. And it's got those something that, that should draw partygoers everywhere. Not just my band, Elephant in the Room. But also those edge of the metro prices. You will kiss the sky when you see, if you're used to inside the metro prices, like, I don't know, $8 beers and $12 cocktails. We're talking prices that you think, are you serious? Do people still charge this little for drinks and for food? 
at a at a public establishment? Yes, yes, they do, and they're good. The food's great. If you're looking for a little dinner, uh, you'll pay a lot less than you will just about any place else. And by the way, my band is playing there tonight, eight to twelve. It's just south of Highway 36 off, uh, it's about a half a mile east of Greeley, I believe. I'll have to post the directions at shotinthedark.info when I get a moment. But I hope you can be there. It's going to be a great time tonight. We're going to be filming some video tonight for uh, upcoming uh, production here. So hope you can make it out there. The more people we get there, the better better everyone will be, the more happy the bar will be, the more happy we'll be, the more happy you'll be. It's going to be a great time, by the way. Uh, a couple things about Elephant in the Room. Number one, it features as lead singer, uh, my former producer on this broadcast, Tommy the H-Bomb Wynn. He'll be, uh, he'll be, uh, he's been our lead singer for about a year now and just keeps getting better and better at it. So we have, we're going to have a great time. Uh, occasional guest, John Heyer, who's run for the Minnesota House a few times in District 66A. He'll be, uh, he'll, he's on guitar. Yep. He sings a few songs. I sing a few songs. A few of the songs you've heard here on the show today will be popping up tonight. So, Get on out there tonight, 8 to 12, Stillwater Bowl and Lanes. Let's see. Where is it? Oh, Stillwater Bowl and Lounge. That's it. Anyway, I uh, hope you can make it out there tonight for my band Elephant in the Room. So where were we? Oh, yes. We are talking about uh, we're talking about the impeachment of, uh, would-be impeachment of Donald Trump. And uh, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Mystery caller from Parts Unknown, an undisclosed location. Uh, you're on the air. Go right ahead. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Sure. They never asked me my name. This is uh, Joe from Dresser, Wisconsin. That's that's um, cool. Uh, so you're, you're okay. So this is you're not like the mysterious sources in the impeachment uh, document. This is good. This is good. I like to work from named sources. Go ahead, Joe and Dresser. You're on the air. Well, first of all, I wanted to thank you guys for doing the Michelle Malkin event. Uh, I was there. I was an elite VIP. Got to meet and talk with her. I came up and said hi to you guys at the yes. booth when you were there. Yes. Um, so thank you for that. Thank um, you for coming out. Great uh, to meet people like you uh, from the audience. This is fantastic seeing you. Yes, and it was a great event. I just I had a little issue with a couple things you said, and maybe I can get a little clarity on it from you, but you said you didn't vote for Trump, which of course is fine. Correct. Um, I was a little reluctant to, wasn't sure how he was going to do, but what I'm curious about is, did you vote for Mitt Romney? Did you vote for John McCain? I did, but in both cases, yes, because the alternatives were uh, completely. Uh, I, for example, I I voted for John McCain because the uh, the alternative. Well, I, let's be honest. Like a lot of people, I think I voted for Sarah Palin because the alternative was Barack Obama, and I don't think it took a, a rocket scientist to see what a, an Obama administration was leading towards. We were right, by the way. Voting for Mitt Romney? Yeah, what was the alternative? I didn't have much of an alternative. Now, you're right. I, I could have probably uh, withheld my vote. Here's the deal. Uh, for all of the problems that conservatives have with the likes of, of, of uh, McCain, and I think some of the problems that the lesser problems I think conservatives have with Mitt Romney, uh, you know, they, I, I consider them all perfectly good people. I didn't, I had no qualms about giving them power. Uh, I, I, could I have an argument about the uh, about the inner workings of conservatism with both both of them? Absolutely, uh, but I didn't. I had no qualms about either of them as people, as people who should be sitting in the Oval Office. I make no bones about the fact that I have qualms about Donald Trump's personality, even as his policies have largely been a pleasant surprise. Does that answer your question? 
Yeah, it does. And I guess I'm kind of the opposite of you. I did not vote for McCain. I did not vote for Romney. And I did vote for Trump. I don't care how nice of a person the guy is that locks me up when he takes away my liberties. So uh, the fact that they're nice, you know, they're both um, they were both uh, climate uh, climate uh, change supporters. Um, You couldn't hardly get him to take a stance on pro-life. Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, so. I, I understand your point, although I disagree with it. And yeah, um, understood. And just, and, and by the way, know, the fact that the fact is, I, as Reagan said, someone who's seventy percent your friend isn't thirty percent your enemy, uh, or a hundred percent your enemy, as some would have it. And you know, I, I had my reasons. I, I have reconsidered some of them. Would I vote for uh, Donald Trump today? Most likely. I mean, given the alternatives that looks like we're going to have in this next election. I don't see any alternative. I mean, first of all, there's things about Trump I've learned to come to accept, even as there's things I have deep misgivings about. Um, and and given the likelihood that the Democrat nominee is going to make Barack Obama look like Patty Moynihan, uh, it just looks more and more likely. <laughs> How's that sound? Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah, we agree on that. And I also agree with you that you need to be skeptical of government. And, you know, so like when just for example, although I'm a huge Trump supporter, when he started talking about red flags, I um, I messaged the White House and said, do not do that. I called my congressman, called my senator, told him the same thing. And uh, so, yeah, we definitely agree on that. I just um, I had a little trouble with you not voting for Trump, especially with your logic that look at the alternative with Obama, but look at the alternative against Trump. It's um, also, by the way, had I known, by the way, I got to run here, but thanks so much for your call, okay. Joe and Dresser. Great to have you uh, calling in. Help to see you in the next event here. Uh, one of the other things about Trump is I will cop to this. I, I While I fully expected uh, McCain and uh, uh, John McCain and Mitt Romney, well, I expected McCain to lose. I figured Romney had a chance, but it was going to be close. Uh, one way or the other, every vote counted. I honestly did not expect Trump to win. So I figured I would have the luxury of making a principal vote. Turns out I was wrong, and under the circumstances, I couldn't be happier about it. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We've got a good chunk of our society that wants to change the fundamental contract of our society. This is a line that must not be crossed. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Go nowhere. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term pressure provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. 
Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.